You are listening to the Majestic Music Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Rob Taylor, and I would like to welcome you to this program. Psalm 118, verse 15 states, The sounds of rejoicing and salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The purpose of the Majestic Music Podcast is to share the love of sacred music, classical hymns, choral, and sacred instrumental music. It is my hope that you will both enjoy and be encouraged through this program. So relax and enjoy the Majestic Music Podcast.
Well, hello and welcome to this program. I am your host, Pastor Rob Taylor, and I offer to you a warm welcome today. I had a little bit of a break after Easter as I took some vacation time and visited a couple churches, and I'm happy to be back, able to produce this program for your spiritual enjoyment and edification. We just heard Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty of the Marian Presbyterian Church, Marian Center, Pennsylvania, from their 2020 Holy Trinity Sunday Worship. And before that, we heard Kyrie, and this is the Feast Canticle from the Lutheran Book of Worship. And before that, starting off this program, we heard Holy God, We Praise Your Name by the National Lutheran Choir from their 2010 Hymns We Love to Sing, Volume 2 CD. A reading from Psalm 8. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Well, let's continue on with Breathe on Me, Breath of God by the Hastings Choir from their 2012 recording of the Hastings College Choir, Hastings, Nebraska. Oh. 
reading from John 16, verses 12 through 15. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Here is the reading.
A little boy walked up to his teacher's desk, holding his report card with a big red F. If I were you, the boy said, I would change this while you still can. Oh, why is that? asked the teacher. Because my daddy told me that if I brought home one more failing report card, someone was going to get a beating. Well, summer has begun, and all the children in school are done for the summer. So are the teachers, I imagine. I remember when I was a teenager, I could not wait to be done with high school. Then in college, I remember I could not wait to be done with college. Then in grad school, I remember I couldn't wait to be done with grad school. And then in seminary, and so on. Here I am in my 50s, and I realize that I have actually been a student my, my whole life. That is because I'm a disciple of Jesus of Nazareth. Little did I know all those years ago when I was a kid that being a disciple of Jesus would mean being a lifelong student of the Master. Indeed, every Christian is supposed to be a lifelong student of Jesus. If you look at the first disciples of Jesus, they were lifelong students. Also, their disciples, that is, the disciples of the disciples, wrote letters just like the original disciples. They are compiled in a book called the Antonicene Fathers. From their letters, we learn that the first disciples of Jesus were lifelong students, and they were lifelong students as well, and their followers. And I imagine all the way down through the centuries to you and I today. You see, that is what the word disciple means a student, a follower, to sit at the feet of the teacher. And for us, that is Jesus. And this is exactly what Jesus also taught his first disciples. And we heard it in John's Gospel, chapter 16, which I read earlier. Jesus told his disciples that after he was gone, he would send another helper to be with them. This helper would be their teacher to guide them into all truth. And yes, that teacher is the Holy Spirit came on the Jewish Feast of Pentecost, which means 50 days after Passover. This means the Holy Spirit is and remains even today our primary teacher, and that he follows the same principle of Jesus, teaching us the truths that we need to know when we need them and when we are ready to receive them. But how does the Holy Spirit guide us today? How can I know that I am being guided by the Spirit? Well, he guides us by the Word of God, the Bible. You know, if we compare in, in the lesson when Jesus said, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. With what Jesus said earlier in John, John fourteen twenty six, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. We can see in a wonderful way that God arranged for the writing of the New Testament scriptures. Jesus said the Spirit would remind them of what Jesus taught them. This gives us the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Spirit would also guide them into all truth, and this would result in the epistle letters written by Paul, James, Peter, and John. The Spirit would show them things to come, referring to the prophetic books namely the book of Revelation. God had the writings of the New Testament in mind before any of the disciples ever put pen to paper. 
But the spirit leading us into all truth has certainly been abused, especially in our day and age, has it not? There is no shortage of TV preachers shouting that the Lord told them this or the Lord told them that. And this idea that the spirit leading us into truth has been abused to exploit people more than anything else in the Bible other than the name of the Lord himself. That is why Jesus told his disciples a way to tell they were being led and guided into the truth. And that is the Holy Spirit would always, always point to Jesus and his example. The work of the Holy Spirit is never divorced from, the, from Jesus or the Word of God. Every teaching, every prophecy, every dream, every vision that the Holy Spirit himself teaches us is never separated from Jesus' word and the example of Jesus himself. The Holy Spirit always points to Jesus, who came in the flesh, was crucified, died and was buried, and on the third day rose again and appeared to hundreds in the flesh. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would not speak on his own authority, but whatever he heard, he would speak. This means that the Holy Spirit does not speak apart from the Father and the Son, he does not manufacture a different message, a new message, or a new revelation. Because the entire work of the Spirit with us is to take what is of Jesus, which is self-sacrificing, agape love, shown on the cross, his crucifixion, and bodily resurrection for the forgiveness of our sins, and declares it to us. He shall testify of me, Jesus said in John fifteen twenty-six. Everything the Spirit does, everything the Spirit teaches, everything the Spirit gives to us will always line up with the teaching and example of Jesus. So that the more we begin to look like Jesus, the more we show ourselves to be students of Jesus, glorifying Christ through the witness of our lives. And on that report card, we will never get an F. Amen. God's word is our great heritage and shall be ours forever to spread its light from age to age shall be our chief endeavor through life.
Well, we heard Holy Spirit, the Dove Sent from Heaven by the Cleveland Lutheran Acapella Choir, recorded in 1986. And before that, we heard God's Word is Our Great Heritage by the Concordia Seminary Lutheran Hour Chorus from their 2000 Jubilee CD. And before that, we heard Word of God Across the Ages by the Concordia Publishing 1990 Classical Hymns Long Play CD. And before the Gospel lesson, we heard To the Holy Spirit Let Us Pray by the Cleveland Lutheran a cappella Choir, recorded in 1986. And to begin this section, we heard Breathe on Me, Breath of God by the Hastings Choir from their 2012 recording of the Hastings College Choir, Hastings, Nebraska. To close this program, Let's finish up with Oh for a Thousand Tongues to Sing, Grace Community Church, Sun Valley, California, from their 2017 Shepherds Conference recording.
Well, that's all the time we have for this program. You have been listening to the Majestic Music Podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Taylor. I hope you have enjoyed the program and that it has been a blessing to you in your spiritual walk with the Lord. If you would like to contact me or submit a piece of sacred or choral music for consideration, you can do so at pastor.taylor at yahoo.com. If you like this program, click on the subscribe button so you won't miss another. Until next time, I wish for you the peace of the Lord that passes all understanding. This is the Majestic Music Podcast. Thank you for listening. God's blessings to you.